Welcome to Broken Catholic, the number one Catholic voice in America. On this show, I talk about the important things that no one else is talking about, like why the world isn't working right now. The Protestant Reformation is over. Christians now have more commonalities than differences, yet evil is spreading and the enemy is winning because we're still fighting each other over self-righteous labels and high-level theology. If you disagree with me, then you're part of the problem. Listen, as Christians, we're all baptized into God's family. We all want heaven, and we all struggle with the same human brokenness. United we stand, divided we fall, it's that simple. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and former atheist who was almost murdered twice. But God spared me because he had a higher purpose for my life. My mission is to unify Christians everywhere. This show was created for you, the person who wants to be accepted and loved and reminded that God has a higher purpose for your life. Let's get started. The church is no longer relevant. It's Sunday morning and I'm sitting here in the pew at my local church that I've been attending for the past nine years. As I'm listening to the pastor speak, my mind drifts off to the question, when was the last time my pastor truly asked me how I'm doing or what, I, what am I struggling with? For the life of me, I couldn't come up with an answer. I couldn't recall even one specific memory because it's never happened. For nine years, crickets. And then I realized an uncomfortable observation. The church has been going through the motions and it's just becoming truly disconnected from its congregation. When did it happen? Who's to blame? Does it really matter? The church is no longer relevant. Some may want to argue this point because it's extremely confronting. But the one thing I love about reality is that it's undeniable. Again, the church is no longer relevant. Don't believe me? Walk into any Catholic church across America this Sunday, and you'll see half-empty pews, and probably 80% of the congregation is over 50 years old. Where are all the 20, 30, and 40-year-old Catholics. I suspect that they're in one of two places. They're either waving their hands to worship music at the Protestant church down the street, or they're at home practicing their faith entirely on their own, spiritually isolated, alone. And don't think that the Protestant church doesn't have its own fair share of member retention problems. In fact, people are leaving the Protestant church at almost the same speed as those departing Catholicism. And it's not just here in the United States. This problem is worldwide. Vatican News recently posted that Germany's Catholic Church lost more than 216,000 members in 2018. And Germany's Protestant churches lost some 220,000 members. This decline didn't happen overnight. What's the root cause of the problem? I believe it's this. The world changed, but the church stayed the same. Let me repeat that. The world changed, but the church stayed the same. It stayed the same in the way it interacts with its members. I believe that the church has unintentionally made itself irrelevant in the personal lives of its members. People are suffering. They need human touch, and they need it frequently. Everyone's struggling with something. Though a handicapped person's suffering is visible, the rest of us suffer in silence because our suffering is internal. We wrestle inner demons such as deep depression, 
loneliness, and despair. We've sat in the pews and seats of our churches for years, hoping that the pastor would say something to take away our pain. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he doesn't. Regardless, the relief is only temporary. We still go home to our brokenness, alone. While it's true that the Catholic Church has the unbroken lineage back all the way to Jesus Christ himself, the greatest healer the world has ever known, surprisingly, the pulpit messages rarely speak of anything more than fluffy niceties for our sensitive ears, rather than healing words to move our hearts. The media tells us that correcting someone's poor behavior is offensive and hateful, but the statistics mentioned earlier show that people aren't satisfied with sugar-coated kitty pot messages that tempt us to go somewhere else. We crave truth, even if it makes us squirm a little. We also crave fellowship, human-to-human connection. The Catholic Church is considered by many as too strict in its unbendable and holistic interpretation of the Bible and moral law. Members are drawn to the richness of beauty and truth, but are not fed by true Christian fellowship and accountability. Peas or broccoli without the steak. It's no wonder members are abandoning ship. The Protestant church is considered by many as too warm and fuzzy. Lots of glitzy entertainment with watered-down truth. Members are drawn to the shiny lights like moths, but are not fed the richness of beauty and deeper truth. Dessert without the stake. Neither is wrong, but neither is working. What a fantastic predicament. What must the church do to become relevant in people's lives again? I believe that the church must must change the way it interacts with its members. It must get involved in their personal lives. For hundreds of years, the church has proclaimed, we have what you need, come and get it. And it's worked up until now. But times have changed. The church has broken people's trust. It's disconnected. They don't meet people's needs anymore. We need other people to help us, to participate in our care. We want the church to interact with us differently, humanly. The church needs to evolve from its 1950 mentality, acting like a 1950s dad, hands off. Come see me when you need something. To a present-day father who shows up to his son's Little League game, who asks his daughter what she's struggling with, who listens and offers encouragement and guidance. The church must become a loving, involved parent. We don't look upon the church with honor and respect anymore as we once did. We don't look at our own fathers that way anymore. Why? We're skeptical. We're scared. We don't trust the church anymore. The solution is simpler than you think. Let's use an example many of us can relate to. What must we do when we break someone's trust? Earn it back, right? Now, you wouldn't go to that person that you hurt and say, hey, you, come back to me so that I can make it up to you would you? No, they're hurt. They're wounded. They've been wronged. They aren't coming to you. You've messed up. Or maybe you've let the relationship go numb. Therefore, the burden of responsibility is on you to take, to do, 
to take uh, and do the work of restoring the relationship. Not on them. If you love them, you'll go to them. You'll go to them. See, church, if they're your spiritual children, then you'll go outside your church walls to meet them where they are. Pick up the phone and call them. Email them. Show up at their door. Get involved in their lives, in their hurts, in their brokenness. Help them through it. Everyone is struggling with something. Do life with them. Celebrate with them. Grieve with them. Over time, by consistently showing up for them and, the, and with them, you'll eventually win them back. How long it takes, only God knows. The answer to the question, the solution to the problem is this. Love them. Don't tell them. Show them. The church must humanize the divine like Jesus did. Walk amongst them. Laugh with them. Cry with them. It's time to get back to our Christian roots. One holy, universal church founded by our Lord and King, Jesus Christ. The church is no longer relevant. It's time to build bridges and not walls. Bridge the gap from the pulpit to the pew, from the church to the home, from God the Father to you and I, his precious sons and daughters. What must you do? Again, churches, call your members, email them, show up on their doorstep, ask them, what are you struggling with right now? Then offer them encouragement and guidance. Do life with them. If you do, your church will become full and your donation baskets will overflow. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. Have a blessed day. God love you. Cheers. BC Nation, you cannot show up authentically in your life without building faith in your business. If you want the business side of that conversation, I have another podcast called First 100K, where I interview successful entrepreneurs about how they made their first $100,000, because that's where I believe 90% of you are stuck and you can't break through. Go to first100k.com to find out how. I'm Joseph Warren. You were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week.